All right, well, welcome to another episode, daily episode of the Daily Dose of Grace. And I'm Pastor Nathan Hurst, and we will get into it this morning. As the tag said, and, uh, and for whatever reason, it was cutting out on me again. Man, I'll tell you what, internet and, and live streaming and stuff, it is not an easy gig. So if you're an expert in this, you should come help me. Um, anyway, <laughs> as we're moving on this morning. So first of all, I wanted, I wanted to set a couple of things up. Um, we are going to have a women's conference. So if you're not aware, let me see if I can, if I can find the file here real quick. I don't think I can do it. Um, anyway, we're having a women's conference here uh, this weekend at the church, Grace Family Church. So if you have someone who's interested in a women's conference, please let them know. Go to our Facebook page, share the event. It should come up right in our events window. Share the event with all your friends and family. Again, uh, again, this is for the ladies. Uh, we want all the women in the area to come on out and be a part of this. We will practice social distancing. Uh, we will encourage mask wearing. We will have people using hand sanitizer and wiping things down. I mean, we're going to be safe, but we also want to encourage you to come. The lunch uh, for this is free. So it's this weekend, uh, which is, oh my goodness, I got to find out what date that is. Uh, it's the 20 something, right? It's the 26th. So the 26th, it'll start Saturday morning, the 26th at 10 a.m., uh, Pastor Debbie Lowe is the guest speaker for my wife, and she'll be the guest speaker uh, here this weekend as well. And then we have some breakout sessions uh, with some amazing ladies uh, throughout our community who are going to share what's on their heart and share their story. So I wanted to plug that uh, definitely for this weekend. So if you have someone who who uh, could benefit from that, please let them know. Go to our Facebook page and and uh, get on the uh, events tab there and share the event with with everyone that you can. Uh, and then the other thing I wanted to let everyone know as where people are coming online and everything, it's good to see everyone this morning. Uh, so man, man, everybody's really uh, chatty this morning. Uh, awesome, man. We will definitely be praying for you. Um, that seems like a hard situation there, Willie. So we'll definitely be praying for you on that one. Um, I'm not going to bring it up too much uh, in, in the in the live broadcast, but we'll definitely be praying on that issue. Um, but as we're getting people online and, and folks are connecting with the broadcast today, uh, another thing I wanted to uh, let everyone uh, be aware of is we're going to start doing weekly series. So we've kind of been doing them day to day. Uh, and over the next little bit here, we're going to see how it goes. And we're going to do weekly series. Next week, we're going to start talking about communion. And I'm going to pull heavily from uh, this little book here. And it's a great book written by a brilliant man. Uh, some people think he's crazy or was crazy. He was a little crazy. We'll talk about Gene's story. Uh, Dr. Gene's story later on, uh, or Dr. Scott's story later on, but a brilliant man, educated from Stanford, uh, one of the most brilliant theological minds of a generation, but he was also a little, a little nuts, and we'll talk about that, but he had a an amazing insight on communion. So uh, get everyone prepared, let everyone know, you know, the, the broadcasts are going well, uh, but we're going to start doing some series, and again, we're going to talk about communion and what that really means for us and how we can really uh, get the most out of our communion time. So today we're actually talking about identity, the concept of identity. What does it mean to identify with Christ Jesus? What does it mean for us to identify with God? Not just, not just partially with him, right? Not just, well, you know, I, I know I'm a Christian and I, I know I do Christian things or I should be part of a church, but to really honestly identify with knowing who we are in Christ Jesus. So if you have your Bibles, go ahead and grab them 
uh, you're definitely going to want to write down some of these scriptures and refer to them later. Uh, but I'll, I'll go over the, the whole thing, uh, the scriptures in, in general. But I want to start with 1 Corinthians chapter 5 and verse 17, where it says, Therefore, if anyone is a new is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old things have passed away, and behold, behold everything has become new. Right? This is a scripture I think most of us are pretty familiar with, that we have this place in Christ Jesus, right, where we shed ourselves of our old life. This is what it means to identify with Jesus. We shed ourselves of our old life, and we adopt onto us the new creation. We adopt onto us what it is to be made new. So our, our identity instantly changes in Jesus. We don't have to be the old person that we were. Now, a lot of us can't get over this hump, man. This is a hard one to get over, right? The, that I don't have to be who I was in before Jesus, that I can be who God's called me to be. That's not always an easy thing to think about. That's not always an easy thing to, well, to actually understand, right? That, that I'm not just the old dead person I used to be, but I am made new in Christ Jesus. That all my old, old faults and failures and all of my old issues of the past, they're gone. They're gone. They're, they're totally non-relevant anymore. And I am now found in Christ Jesus. I think for a lot of folks, that's a difficult pill to swallow. But it's the starting place for everything else we're going to read about. In fact, it goes on, and if you have your Bibles, turn to Galatians chapter 3 and verse 26. And he says, for in Christ you are all sons of God through faith. Right? So we, as the Bible just said there in 2 Corinthians 5 and 17, we take off the old man, we put on the new nature of Christ Jesus, and then we are adopted into the family. We become part of of the family. We become part of God's family. We don't have to worry if we're if we're not going to be accepted. We don't have to worry if we're going to be treated like second-class citizens. No. We are part of the family. For in Christ Jesus, we are not just part of the family. We are sons and daughters of God, right? He uses the word sons there because of the audience he's writing to. But just meaning we're part of the family. Just like you have sons and daughters and you welcome them in and you call them into your family and you make them part of your family, you make them part of your home. In the same way, we see here that God is saying you are part of the family. You are not just on the outskirts. You are not just someone uh, whose life doesn't matter. You are not just someone uh, who God isn't thinking about. No, you're a son. You're a daughter. That through faith in Jesus Christ, you can lay claim to all the rights and privileges of the family, right? So if I'm in Christ Jesus, I don't have to worry about how my bills are going to get paid. If I'm in Christ Jesus, I don't have to worry about sickness and disease issues in my body. If I'm in Christ Jesus, any promise that's in Scripture is mine because I'm part of the family. Think about how this works, right? My last name is Hurst. I wasn't adopted. My last name is Hurst. My grandfather, however, was adopted. He was brought into a family and they put their name on him and all the rights and privileges of that family now bleed down through multi-generations, right? I'm a Hearst because my grandfather was adopted into the family. My father's a Hearst because his father was adopted into the family. My grandfather is a Hearst because a family said, we want to change your name. There's no great grandkids or grandkids in Christ. But in the same way it works in that first generation, it works in your life, that we take on the attributes, the nature of Christ Jesus, because we're adopted into the family. We are now sons and daughters of God. You were of a different family. You were of, different, of a different era before. 
but now you are sons and you are daughters of God with all the rights and privileges of that family. That's why Jesus in his prayer called the Lord's Prayer says, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Because it's our responsibility to bring heaven to earth. As conduits of all that God wants to do on planet earth, we usher in heaven to earth. It happens to us first. It happens through us first. So if anyone's going to be blessed in this world, it's us. If anyone's going to excel in this world, it's going to be us. If anyone's going to see the good nature of God and all of his promises come true, it's going to be us because we are part of that family. Man, that's huge, huge. Colossians chapter 3 and verse 3. For you have died and your life is hidden with Christ in God. Think about that for a second, right? It says the old man, as we read before in 2 Corinthians 5 and 17, the old man is gone, it's passed away. Here in Colossians, we see that same reference. You have died. Your old nature is gone. It's dead and gone. It's buried. Your life is now hidden with Christ in God. So when God peers down through time and space and eternity, and he looks at our life, Colossians is literally saying that he can't see past Jesus when he looks to us. That in order for him to see us, he has to look right through his son, that we are hidden in Christ. So not only are all the promises of God true there, yes and amen for our life, not only are, is everything that God, that Jesus paved the way for in God ours and ours to receive, but we don't have to fear retribution from a holy God because he looks down through time and space and eternity. And when he sees our life, he has to peer. He has to look right at Christ first. We are sheltered. We are under the covering of our elder brother, Christ Jesus. We are in the family because Jesus and who he is and his person overwhelm us. This is an idea that I don't think many people take home and they need to get more serious with it. Christ Jesus brings us to a place where we don't have to worry and wonder and hope that we find ourselves in, in God, that we know that we are hidden away in Christ Jesus, and in that we find our placement in God's heavenly family. It's a huge scripture. And the next one there is Ephesians chapter 4 and verse 24. It says, put on the new self, created after the likeness of God in true righteousness and holiness. Man, that we put away the old dead person. We put on a new version of who we are. Man, just like this jacket this morning. It's a new jacket, by the way. I like it a whole lot. It's a kind of a fall trendy jacket, right? I had the opportunity to buy this jacket the other day, and I put it on, and it felt like it was just made for me. The sleeves are cut almost perfectly. They could be taken up a little bit, but I'm a nitpick. I'm a nitpicky guy about tailoring. But they could be taken up a little bit. Maybe, maybe the shoulders let out just a little bit. But for the most part, this jacket fits me. It's like it was made for me. I put it on when I was at the store, and I was like, "Ooh, yeah, I really like that. It fits just great." Listen, just like putting on this jacket, we put on a newly created self. We put on a new version of who we are. And when we put it on, now we reference the likeness of a God who is true righteousness and holiness. 
that he exemplifies righteousness and holiness. We don't have to wonder if we're in right standing with God because we take on that nature and we are now in right standing because we have clothed ourselves in the nature of a holy God. We don't have to wonder about our holiness if we're worthy enough to be in God's throne room. No, we throw it on because his holiness is real and it's wrapped itself around us. We are holy not because of anything we've done, but because of everything that Jesus has done. Listen, I'm not saying that your attitude and your behavior doesn't matter. I'm not saying that we don't have to live up to a holy standard. What I'm saying is that we don't have to worry. We don't have to worry about somehow being distracted or pulled away from or mitigated that we're not part of God's family, that we're not fully invested, that he doesn't accept us wholly as we are. Our new identity says that we we put on a new creation that all the old things have passed away and everything's become new. That we are in Christ Jesus and we are sons and we are daughters of God. That we are dead to our old self. That it is dead and gone and our, gone and our life is hidden in Christ Jesus in God. That we take on a new version of self created after the likeness of God in true righteousness and holiness. There's a new version of self created in true righteousness and holiness. And that's the place that God wants to bring you to, man. We're so excited for all that God's doing in your life and for all that he's doing in the life of the church. Man, we just want you and we're excited for you to be a part of all that God is doing. I want to encourage you this morning, like and share the broadcast, like and share it with friends and family. Connect with it. Let us know what you want to hear in the future, what topics you want to connect with in the future. Man, we think this is a good one and you should go over it over and over and over again until these verses just seep into your heart and into your mind. And more than that, man, we love you. And we're so thankful for what God's doing in our church and what he's doing in this community. So today, before we end, remember, get jazzed up next week. We talk all about communion. We'll have at least one more episode this week, and then we'll move on to all that God's called us to talk about in communion. But I want you to get a pen and paper for next week. Get ready because it's going to be an awesome study where folks get really down in the details of really what God's called us to do in communion. It's not just a religious activity. It's really something that, well, it it brings out the true nature of what we're called to in our relationship with God. It brings about the true identity of what God's called us to in the scripture. Amen. All right. We'll see you tomorrow. And hopefully you can make it out to the women's conference this weekend for all of you that are here in the Quad Cities. Man, make it out if you can at all. It'll be a great time for you.